0: 24 hours after one of the most demoralizing losses in Sharks history, the Sharks find a way to win a chaotic game in Pittsburgh. We'll break it all down. If we have any blood pressure left, I think, my God, my heart's just going crazy. Right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. What a way to go into the All-Star break. Good evening, everyone. It is January 28th, 2023. A Bay Area team beats a Pennsylvania team. Let's hope it repeats tomorrow. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app all over the world in Sharks territory. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, you name it, you love it. All of those. And, of course, follow us at tealtownusa.com. Don't forget, if you want to support the show, you can also hit us up at Venmo. Or you can use the Super Chat option in the YouTube chat. Um... <laughs> I am pleased to be joined by Mr. Ian Reed. How are you, bud? Fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, let's start right off uh, with Uncle Damphy. Anyone else have PTSD when Cooch scored? <laughs> uh, It depends on which one, let's be honest. Uh, actually, yeah. both. Uh, Ian, my God, what a game!
1: <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, this was fun like this was fun. I think after yesterday's debacle, I think we we deserved a little fun. Yes. And this game provided that. I think it was a either way this game would have ended, I think it would have been it was entertaining. Um but obviously to get the sharks to get two points, obviously uh, not great for um the tank cuz again, like you know, people can him and ha about like, "Oh, you guys just want the sharks to lose because you guys suck." But like, at the end of the day, like this team's not making the fucking playoffs. So what do you want? You want them to just miss the playoffs, and you know we can do this all over again next year, or should we get the pain out of the way? Uh, right? We, we got we got pain. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh
0: my god! And there's more pain coming. Oh yeah, well, just wait. The, there, the pain says, "Hold your beer." And it might be held by Mike Babcock There will be pain, lots of pain Uh, I I mean Coming off of of, Off of that disaster And you can Basically, you know The guys could have mailed it in But, I mean
1: uh, Yeah, I mean All the the elements were here for Just another bad game, right? Like a game before a break Where you're gonna, you know
0: and wasn't it last year like the Penguins scored like five, six goals uh, on the Sharks in the first period? And so it just Damn. how how the first nine minutes of this game just went crazy. But the Sharks would strike first early. Mikey Acemont, who's just been I I, I what can you say? He he's just been on an crazy impact. You know, gets the opening goal. Uh, to make it one nothing, just a minute twenty five in. I mean, that's probably something that the Sharks probably needed right off the get go if they wanted to win this one. Not let any of the ghosts of of the night before get to them.
1: Yeah, I, a good way to start the game. Mike Samonte continues to, you know, continues to be um, a good pickup for Mike Greer as far as waiver claims go. I think uh, this one's kind of paid off uh, pretty well so far. Um, I. I like Mikey Smot, but again, I feel like like this is I just I don't think this is sustainable. So like the Sharks need to are, are I think the Sharks need to find another answer. Um, but I think is as, as long as you're getting goals from a guy like Mikey Smot, you should obviously enjoy them. I just I don't know. I, I I am I'm the you know me. I I'm I'm the guy who just likes to shit on everything. So I don't know. I just. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I like the player, but I just, I don't know. I just, I I feel like this is like, I'm getting Melker Carlson vibes here. This is going to be a guy who's going to score a bunch of goals, right, to end the season. And then in three years, when he goes back to being whatever he is, you know, we're going to be angry because he's like getting played on every possible situation and, and the goals don't come
0: true i could see that hot wheels 84 saying ac
1: might, it might be greer's barabanov yeah yeah maybe i mean it's so far it's been really good right i just again i i i would love for for you to prove me wrong but i think that ultimately you enjoy the offense while it comes
0: yeah i, I agree and, and ruben hi bud uh i'm not gonna say mikey e has the same impact nason had when he was here but he sure works his ass off oh he does and like and that's and the best part off, i think like, ob- I like overall player, right?
1: yeah. and that's and again and I, I i made the comparable to Melker carlson Melker carlson was also a player who worked his fucking ass off so you know like that wasn't it's not a slight i just oh no not at all I, i'm not trying to slight the dude i just i i'm just not gonna like i can't fully buy in here no, it's and maybe maybe it's just me like I, I, this is an Ian problem. And I I totally respect the fact that this is an Ian
0: problem. It's a small sample size, but it's a nice small sample. Yeah, size.
1: Absolutely. So, like I said, enjoy yeah. it. Will it enjoy it? Well, it <laughs> will it sound like while it's happening. Enjoy it, man, because I, I like the player. I think he works really hard, but yeah. I just I don't think that the tools are there for this to be a sustainable, um, a sustainable thing. And. You know, a guy like Kevin LeBanc who is apparently up for trade. Um, you know, fourth period reported that that Kevin LeBanc's up for trade. You know, and it's shocking. <laughs> it's I don't know if it's shocking because this is a player, um, and I know I'm just completely derailed the show to just do my own thing again. You're go fine. in, go in. Um, <laughs> this is a player though. It's like, yeah, you want to like you want to maybe feel bad for him, but at the same time, like this is the third coach in a row where Kevin LeBanks ended up in this situation. So <laughs> I have to wonder what does Kevin Lebank do to make all his coaches angry? Cause again, right? Like this isn't a one-off. No, nope, is. He was Peter DeVores dog host. Nope. He was in Bob Ugner's dog host. Now he's in David Quinn's dog host. Now you could be like, well, the sharks just, you know, the sharks just don't hire good coaches and all those coaches are dumb and you know I would hear that argument but at the same time like if this keeps happening you got to ask a few questions at least in my opinion anyway
0: uh, oh you, absolutely i mean if, if you go through three coaches and
1: you're still in in uh, and you end the season uh, in uh, the doghouse uh, every le, time like
0: yeah when you're in the la, la doghouse with la la bang, doghouse, yeah i mean <laughs> Le broke. Yeah, uh, le, le not good. Uh, <laughs> as I would, as my French is really coming into play here. Uh, later in the period, he had two power play goals uh, by Pittsburgh Malkin and Crosby. Of course, why wouldn't they be? And they made quick work of the Sharks' power play here. Um, yikes! I, I <laughs> and and how crazy this this period was, where. I think 16 of the 23 shots in the first nine minutes were taken. Um, You you had like, oh, shoot, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Uh, But EK65 crashes the net, tips a nice pass in from Barabanov, another guy who had another awesome uh, game uh, late in the period to to make it even after one period of play. and (laughs) 22 shots on goal, that's crazy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, defense was optional for a lot of this game for both teams, (laughs) I think. Uh, Definitely neither team, I think, defended particularly well this game. Um, You know, power play goal. The one thing that stood out to me was like Mario Ferraro. And I I, I did say this on Twitter. So if you already read it and this is not going to be as funny the second time, probably. But like. He had a decision to make of which guy to cover. And he said, you know what? If I don't cover either guy, then I, you know, then it's not my fault. And that's what happened. He didn't cover either guy. And <sighs> I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Mario Ferraro. That's just, it's sad. Cause I like Mario. Like, you know, um, I like the dude, but man, is he falling off a cliff? He needs Burnsy badly.
0: And yeah. and yeah, and I hate to say it, but, you know, maybe just focus on the defense.
1: Just say maybe just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I think again, you know, I said this earlier in the season, but Mario Ferraro is a guy to me that I think the engine's definitely there. I just don't think there's anyone behind the wheel. That, that makes sense.
0: Considering his play this year, I think the heart is there. The Well, yeah, the motor's there. The yeah, motor's running, but you know.
1: Come on. but there's no one behind the wheel. Get 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 the pedal going, guy. The pedal goes. There's just no one. Someone put a rock on the pedal and they just let the car drive off the cliff. Yeah. Yikes.
0: Middle frame. Uh nice to see Gregor get get his third uh, from Kachur which would, you know, kind of start uh well start noticing uh the crazy night that Logan Couture would have, but Gregor getting a goal, uh starting to semi regularly put put the pucks in the back of the net. Uh yeah, de-
1: definitely we'll taking for advantage of that.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Sorry. I
1: mean look at for for a guy like Noah Gregor, like you have to take advantage of this opportunity that you've been given. Um and I think so far he's done okay. Um getting you know, he he's put up a couple points and I think his play's been okay, I just, you know, I, I think you got to make the most of this opportunity because this is pretty much it, man. Like, you took a, you know, you took a show-me-deal. I can't see, like, if Noah Gregor doesn't have, like, a, just a wicked end to the season, I think his his days in teal are numbered. Yeah.
0: Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, bud, and uh, <laughs> either the trade value goes up or, or something to help you uh, continue on your NHL career, a uh, few minutes later, you get Gajovic and Pedersen into a fight. I, I thought Gajovic took care of him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, and then the- Pittsburgh would take a penalty. Gensel would be taking a retaliatory penalty, thinking, "Hey, Sharks have been over on this road trip for uh, for power play." And then, of course, you know Ryan Paling
1: uh, scores a shorthanded goal. So Was that the a- five-hole goal? I think so. Oh my God! The amateur hour on that—like that was maybe one of the most brutal goals I've seen given up in the NHL this year. And that covers a lot of ground. Uh, Awful aunt, goal. Auntie Niami Like gold. I don't even—I don't even know how anyone like I—I—I I, have—I have seen the the Kakinen Kakanen uh, defenders. I don't know how you defend that goal. Sometimes
0: good goaltenders have bad goals. We've seen it with Reimer. Well, we've seen bad five-hole goals from Monty Niemi and uh, throughout yeah, the year.
1: So bad, yeah, bad, and, bad, bad. I mean, and I don't want to beat up on Kapakakana too much because he did get the win tonight. And defense was optional, and I don't think, you know, to his to his credit, he was better than Casey DeSmith. So there's that, I guess.
0: Yeah. No, seriously, there. <laughs> that would tie it up at three-three, but then, you know, just a few minutes after. Or just a you know like a minute after that power play, the Sharks had regained some momentum and Barabanov from the slot, high slot, yep. rips it and rips it for his seventh of the season, his thirtieth point of the year, back to back seasons. Good for, for thirty him, yeah. points. Uh, yeah, good for him. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so they go in up four three, and you're thinking, oh crap, here we go again. <laughs> I can't do another show with us blowing a lead and sure enough, halfway through the period when Malkin scores a second one, I'm like, oh fuck, come on. Why? Nice goal this, by Malkin though. This never happens to Landy. Come on. <laughs> like, seriously!
1: Yeah. No, I was. It was a nice goal by Malkin. Uh, like, again, I don't think um, this was a Offensive show of force. There was not a whole lot of defense. And the goaltending was pretty suspect this game. So. <laughs> but I think. Uh, but I like the the offense was there. I, I thought this was a really nice goal by. Of uh, Guinea Malkin. And it's crazy because. Like I saw a stat. And. Um, when Malkin and Crosby both score. Like the Penguins win like 90% of those. Like I think over 90% of those games. So. Good on the sharks for for you know being on the right side of a brutal stat,
0: yeah, right? Uh, so that would be four four. But then a few moments later, Logan Couture uh, gets a nice feed from uh, Barabanov. I was mm-hmm. I'll be honest when I saw his skate contact with with uh, the Smith's pad. I was like, oh crap, they're gonna call this back.
1: Yeah, but they I, don't. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't challenge it. And uh, so, because I love the way Sportsnet does things, I always get the road feed. It never fails. Ninety percent of the time, I get the road feed. And the Penguins broadcast was incensed that um, that's uh, who's their coach, Mike Sullivan. Mike Sullivan. That's the dude. Uh, they were incensed that Sullivan didn't challenge for. Uh, for goaltender interference there because look and I but you know what like it's one of those things because it's goaltender interfe- interference so you spin the wheel and see where it lands <laughs> yeah um I you know every time I think I have a, a grasp on what goaltender interference is and which way it's going to go the NHL throws you a curveball um I was I was a little bit surprised that Pittsburgh didn't challenge there because yeah. Like, obviously, I don't think Couture really did anything. Like, obviously, Raquel barreling into him after was more what drawn him out of play. And also, I think Smith was way out of the blue paint, too, for that. So, um, but again, it's the NHL. You never know. It's a, it's, a, it's a coin toss every time, I feel like. Every time I feel like I have a grasp of what goaltender interference is, they, they change it. So, um I was surprised Pittsburgh didn't challenge it. Um, I would have been curious to see what the ruling would have been on that play. But I'm, you know, obviously I'm glad they didn't. And Couture, you know, had a hell of a game tonight. I thought Couture um, really had a good game. And I think if there's a guy who's been in desperate need of a game like that, it's been Logan Couture, who I still think takes probably more crap from this fan base than he probably deserves. But he's been pretty hard to defend this year. So it's nice to yeah. see Couture have a game like that.
0: No no kidding. You hit it right on the head there. Ian, Logan gets the last two goals of this game, including the empty netter, which, you know, it was still time on the clock. So we're like, okay, yeah, not yet. But yeah, yeah. five-point night, his first career five-point night, he, he'd had 10 career three-point games. But uh, th- this one... uh is special uh, indeed. And, hey, and talk. You talk about another guy who's been struggling, Tomas Hurdle, might have made the save of the game. He, at the he end. yeah,
1: he did. Yeah, yeah, hurdle for Vesna. <laughs> it's, it's decided. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Whoever you think should be the Vesna winner, it's actually Tomas Hurdle. Take that, Shosturkin. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, that was an incredible save to to keep it uh, five four Sharks uh, late in the game. Not not to discount what. Kakinen did do, uh, he did end up th- saving 37 shots out of the 41 he faced. Uh, nice to uh, nice to have some decent goaltending. Um, I, I, I know there's there's a conversation in the chat right now, you know, Bill Lockhart saying, I wish we had a clear starting goalie. It seems like the theme of the last 10 years. Okay, we'll say minus 2016. Uh has been that there's been no clear starting goaltending and if there is
1: they're inconsistent and unreliable um yeah i think 10 years is a long time i mean there was a point and like even like like there was a point where martin jones was the clear-cut guy um i don't know but, I mean, but again like yeah it's it's been hard like You don't have, like, knowing who the guy is year to year. Like, uh, obviously, Martin Jones, it got to the point where he shouldn't have been the guy anymore. But money dictated he was the guy. Um, And kind of similar for Anthony before him. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely something that uh, has plagued the Sharks. But, you know, what would be worse is is if they had, like, a clear-cut guy now. And then, like, the team's garbage. Like, if you... Look down the highway at a team called the Anaheim Ducks. They had the guy, but they didn't have the team. Right. And now they've run John Gibson into the ground. So it's like I I'm kind of glad they don't have the guy right now because I don't think the guy right now, you know, again, I feel like they're in that icky, you know, in the lottery, but at the very end of the lottery.
0: Yeah, uh, if you're on Team Tank, this was not a happy result for you because not only did they not lose in overtime, they won. And get nah, I would
1: rather them. You know what though? <laughs> like, I would rather them get like the two points than like these loser points are gonna be what burns them when it's yep. time to do the lottery balls for the for the draft. Like, all those loser points are gonna are are going to come back to haunt them probably. I don't mind the two points. Like I just wish if they were gonna lose, they would lose properly.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, I completely agree. Dana said the same thing last night. But it's they can't lose them all. They are not yeah. the ninety two, ninety three Sharks. Uh, th- this was a strong game. It, let's be honest. Outside of the few minutes of of the Hurricanes game, they put two solid back to back games. They played fairly well for through most of them. And yeah. yes, and yes, they gave up nine goals in the last two games. But I
1: thought they played pretty decently. They scored enough goals. Like they, they also scored a bunch of goals too. And I think that shouldn't go unsaid, right? Like I didn't watch the game yesterday. Um, I, because I, I, it's funny because I got home because um, I went and watched the Greyhounds game because Sarnia was in town, I watched Ben Gaudreau, um kill the Hounds. And I get home and I look at the. I, I open my phone app, whatever, to check the score, right? I'm like, oh, it's, like, not very much time left. And the Sharks are up by two goals. I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to tune in. It's fine, whatever. And then, like, I do whatever, and then I sit down and like, I see my Twitter feed going, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Because, like, <laughs> what is going on on my Twitter feed right now? Because I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, they, you know, Mario Ferraro just scored a goal, this thing's over, so I'm like, I'm not going to tune in, I wish I had, because I think that would have been super entertaining. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, so I just, I'm just, yeah, nice. I just I go on Twitter and I'm like, what just happened? And then someone filled me in and I thought it was endlessly hilarious i i'm
0: grateful for dana to be on the show last night because i think i would have lost it if it were anybody else uh because that was just disgusting to have uh seen and i'm like oh god no there's no way uh that would happen but a nice bounce back victory for the sharks tonight six for the final over the pittsburgh penguins uh i guess that means we're all on board for buffalo to uh Try to overtake them as as Pittsburgh sits in the last wild card spot in the East with Buffalo just two points back of them. Uh, you, you know, I uh, let's see. Berbanoff back to back thirty point seasons. Uh, a- Acemont had was going was like a shooting gallery. He was doing his best Timo Meyer impersonation to uh, what would, I'm trying to look it up because at one, I think through two periods, yeah, he did finish up with eight shots on goal, uh, which is crazy. A, a Couture with five shots on there. But overall, a, a good night. Penalty kills probably is something special teams specifically. Uh, not the best night
1: in the world for them. Uh, no, I look at it, it. This it wasn't a good night for anyone other than goal scorers. Like, <laughs> and I and I see that for both teams. Like, I don't again. I don't think either team defended particularly well. I don't think either goalie played particularly well. But you know, the, which let the which let the offense kind of put on a show, and that's what we got tonight.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's go to the uh, locker room. Excuse me, dressing room. Here, uh, Quinn confirms that LeBanc and Harrington were healthy scratches, <laughs> as Gajevich and Vlasic uh, come back after their one-game illness.
1: See, and here's here's the thing, right? Like, and again, like the Sharks just fall in love with the, like, I again, I don't want to like beat up on Isamon here, but like, again, I think this this has a shelf life, and. But, you know, but again, it's like, oh, these guys got to play the right way, I, I guess, play the right way. But if you can't win hockey games, then are you playing the right way? Uh, I don't know, man. Like this LeBanc thing. And again, like I said earlier on Kevin LeBanc, like something's going on here. Because, again, this is this is coach three. Coach number three. So there's got to be something going on here that we don't know but again like you just moved Matt Nieto how is Kevin LeBanc not able to draw into this lineup right like it's just it's dumb
0: I, I mean is he the next to to ask for a trade out I mean I, <laughs> good wanna... luck
1: with that contract
0: yeah I mean are you gonna are you gonna hold it down and he, he's got what this year and next year left on it if I'm
1: not mistaken. yeah and it, like I feel like with the way the salary cap is like that's just too much money for a non-elite winger
0: we shall see on that one um as let's uh get back to some of the comments here oh wait no excuse me we interrupt our that we'll uh we'll get to the super chat from jerry f it's nice to celebrate a sharks win as they are far and few between the season thanks for the great tt usa coverage as usual jerry
1: yeah as always thank you win 15 i think this is yes 15 15 how many games have they played
0: uh this is 51 i believe <sighs> that's right folks 15 wins 11 overtime shootout losses
1: yeah yeah i'm loving this goalie chat and the goalie uh, talk in the chat go ahead by do, the where way where do you want to go no that? i just i just I, I i'm just digging it i i, I don't want to like derail it the, the show for it but I think it's interesting right because I think like the Sharks always um, I don't know I I do not buy into they traded the wrong goalie when they sent Aiden Hill to Vegas I think that was the logical move based on last season yes like, I, I so I'm never going to be like oh they traded the wrong guy they had Aiden Hill the whole time and Aiden Hill was great no he wasn't he was fucking awful last year plus injured plus injured so like bon voyage um, but no, it's, it's, it's funny though, because like, if you wonder, like if they would have, um, uncle Danby saying, you know, like if they kept off and that, that's always something I always uh, wonder boy. if, if they kept off but again, Kippersov was like, again, the third guy when they moved him, like that was right. that it made the most sense at the time. Right. And it obviously it came back to horribly bite the sharks, but again, like at the time, that was the move. Kiprasov couldn't get play time over Vesitoskala. Because Vesitoskala had taken over. Right. And, uh, so, and... like, I mean, yeah. So, I, it's just, it goes to show how sometimes, like, you know. And then, obviously, Sutter liked Kiprasov and, and and went and traded for him. Um,
0: and then, what, a month yeah. later? Do, you,
1: do you wonder, man? Don't get me wrong. I love me some Nabokov. But there were, like, Nabokov was either awesome or dog shit and there was no average right. Evgeny Nabokov game he was either outstanding or just absolute dog shit and there was no in between with them True
0: True and, and just the the <laughs> the comments going back where nope Kiprasov was easily the most athletic of the three
1: Oh I I'm, I'm just saying but that but you can we can go back and, and use hindsight and oh, whatever sure. but to the sharks at the time like Kippershoff was the odd guy out and nothing was going to change that. Yeah. I believe uh, either, I think it's AJ and Jerk
0: collaborated with him on uh, a piece on tealtownusa.com way back, uh, like a few years ago, as to what if, you know, and comparing Nabokov with Kipper. So uh, if you need yeah. need some nice uh, reading material while the Sharks go on a 10-day break, there there's some for you right there. Meanwhile, let's get back into some of the comments. Uh, Quinn, I felt I feel bad for Kakadin. He led in four, but he didn't have a chance to, uh, on any of them. But I thought he did a really good job and made the saves he needed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, th- this this is the other thing, too. And, and we're going to also mention there is no update on Nico's Sturm as of now.
1: Um, oh, yeah, we didn't even touch on that. Um, what what I did you like think it. of it? I didn't like it. I, I didn't I, like it. I think it was I don't know if it's I don't know if I would I don't th- I don't know if it's suspension worthy, but it's definitely they should look at it. I don't know if I would I don't know if I think it's suspension worthy. I think it's a, just a maximum allowable. Maybe I I feel like that's where it goes. Um I didn't like the hit, but I also don't think it was the most egregious headshot to ever headshot. True. Uh, granted,
0: I I was on the verge of saying, Hey, if they're gonna allow that, Rafi can make a comeback in the league.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean so he, you see, the Sharks should have kept Kiprasov trading to Bakov. That was never gonna happen though. Like it maybe. I mean, if again if there's some buttons are that's like, but that was never gonna happen. The Bakov was the the clear starter and he was never he was never gonna get traded. It was between Vesta and Mika Kippersoff and Doug Wilson chose Mika Kippersoff to be the guy off the island. Yeah. Um Bill asking about uh uh tweeting with Ben Goudreau. Yeah, I it's hard to say, right? Because like Ben Goudreau so the game I watched last night, I thought the Hounds came out really hard. Um, and the the first period was pretty much all like all the Sioux. Um and it, it was basically because of Ben Goudreau, that they were even in the game. I thought he made a lot of really good saves. I like his positioning a lot. Um, I like the way he sees the puck. I don't know, goalies are voodoo man, um, and it's hard to it's hard to look at it at a guy um, in junior hockey because there's such a discrepancy between yeah. the best players and and everyone else. Um, I I'm curious. I need to see more. I need to see more of him, honestly. Um, next year, he's Probably going to turn pro, although Sarnia, I think, is trying to host the Memorial Cup next year. So maybe he stays for an overage year if the Sharks can't clear this goalie log jam they have um, at the Barracuda. Because next year you have, like Mackie you're going to make a choice. So you have Mackie Niemi, uh, you have Straussman still under contract. You're also going to have Magnus Corona turning pro. So there's three um, now, obviously, James Reimer should be gone at some point and then, you know, they have to decide what they're going to do with Um So I think the, the, the Sharks organization is going to have another glut of goalies in their system next year. So I'm curious to see what they do with Ben Gaudreau um, or Gaudreau. Sorry. I, I like him though. Like I do like the player, um, but I haven't seen enough to be like, yeah, this guy's a this guy's for sure a future NHL starter. Uh, I need to see more. So we'll see. Uh, how did he do last night against Sarnia? Or excuse me, Sa- he did good. Sarnia yeah, like the Sioux. He he did he did really good. Uh, he made he made a lot of saves early before Sarnia woke up, and then the second period, and then like the Sioux's goaltending was awful. Um, I think it was at the end of the first period. I think it was two nothing sarnia and i think sarnia had like four shots on goal or something Oy. brutal um but yeah no i thought he was really good um they got it's unfortunate because i was sitting on the end of the ice where uh home shoots twice and all the goals were at the other end of the ice so i didn't <laughs> um i i didn't really see in detail like what beat him unfortunately like you can look up at the screen, obviously, and. And and take a peek there, but I from what I saw, I liked I liked what I saw. Um, but again, I, I do need to see some some games at the NHL level. I think a lot of people will be like, oh, but he didn't look that great in the uh, World Juniors. Um, but and I I think that's true. Uh, I don't think he had a great um, World Juniors tournament. But the game where obviously people are going to point to um, was that first game, and I think there was. A lot of hot dogging going on oh, with that. Oh, just a Canada little bit. And not a whole lot of defense played. I don't think Team Canada did him any favors in that game. Um, but I think Thomas, like Milic, was probably the play there um, for the rest of the tournament. Like, I don't begrudge Canada for going with Milic the rest of the way. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just. Again, I liked what I saw, but I haven't seen enough because I haven't made it out to um, as many games as I'd hoped to this year. Um, so I'm hoping to see him, you know, obviously next year. If he turns if he's on the Barracuda, then we'll obviously get a better look at him there and right. be able to make a better assessment of what we got.
0: Yeah. Sarnia beat uh, the Sioux five to two, which proves to yes. against again, Sioux ain't so fucking good.
1: So not this year. No. Oh,
0: all right. Sorry, bad Shorzy joke. Um, uh, you know, uh, Quinn. Continue. Oh no, we interrupt this program for another uh, super chat. Uh, uh, Rob Iman Shark setting the tone for tomorrow. Time to take care of nighters' kick business tomorrow. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. But let's uh, let's get back into that. Thank you for the super chat, Rob. Uh, no one has been kicked in the guy more than us. Or is that good? I don't know. Either way, uh, we've had a lot more, a lot of tough losses. The way we showed up tonight, I couldn't be more proud. I think that's probably the most um, positive quote I've heard from David Quinn this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, like,
1: I think if you're if you're David Quinn, I mean, obviously, this is a game that you wanted the Sharks to play. Um, look, if the Sharks had to come back after that game, like if they would have came out and you know, and get rolled by the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. Like, I, at that point, you, you know the scene in Casino where they meet in the cornfield? Yes. That's what you do to the Sharks. Oh. Yeah. At that point, like, what do you do at this point, right? Like, oh, if they if, lost if they get rolled by Pittsburgh tonight after that loss yesterday, like, that's it. Bury them oh. in the cornfield, man.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike Greer is like, okay, what do you want? <laughs> who, who do you want? What do you want? just give me an idea what you want to do it but you know please Uh, we've lost a lot of heartbreakers this season so it's nice to have one go our way from Logan Couture Uh, definitely you know from Quinn as well the guys could have mailed this in and this is kind of what we kind of said earlier it speaks volumes to our leadership I've never been prouder than I am tonight Uh, which makes me believe how many times did he lose to the Penguins when he was with the Rangers Uh, you know probably a lot yeah so that puts a bow on this one and kind of puts a bow on the, the quote unquote first half of the season. I remember when the All-Star game was like literally around the halfway point of the year. Uh, was but, it? I don't
1: remember. I don't know. I don't remember anything. I don't remember what it is yesterday. That's not true. into a hockey game.
0: Uh, i was gonna say you you don't we just talked about going to we did (laughs) we did and then Uh, the barracuda one and that was that was good that wasn't thank god the barracuda one if they had won that one against it and speaking of which the barracuda are underway uh they're in bakersfield if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah yeah so that's uh, true yeah they are um currently i believe they are four points ahead of henderson for the Uh, seventh and final, yes, you heard that right, seventh and final (laughs) playoff spot in the Pacific. Um, So that's good. I mean, obviously a big win yesterday for them. Uh, A lot of the early reinforcements that they've gotten, uh, Cout had a goal. I really like Friscolo so far. Um, So a lot of the reinforcements have helped, I think, a little bit with the Barracuda. Um, Playing Bakersfield tonight again, they they got a, this team needs to start consistently getting points because there are a few teams that are going to try and chase them down Yeah,
0: in a 10 team pacific division seven teams make that <laughs> make the the was it a play-in round
1: i think there's a best of three and then there's a best of five and then a best of seven i don't know man i just work here okay all right. It, I, I, I had it up before, and it's, I think, like, it, there's like a best of three play in where someone gets a bye. I don't know, man. I, I would assume that the top team is going to get a bye to the next round and everyone else has to play. That makes sense. Being seven teams, that would make sense, right? So
0: almost seems like it's um, a uh, three game super wild card weekend where six teams play and those three. That you know it.
1: what? I dig it, though. Like, I, it's, it's wacky, but like in, in the NHL, I don't care. I love, I love when they do funny things like this, right. It's just, you have to worry because it's like, Oh, this worked in the HL and X number of tickets were sold. Um, And
0: and that's, and I think we've mentioned this before when we've been on together, you know, it's, it's
1: the testing point. Yeah, You know? Yeah, it is. It is the, it is the testing ground for all kinds of uh, fun stuff. So Uh, it's apparently star
0: Wars night in Bakersfield. So for the coup, may the force be with you on that one. Uh, Overall thoughts as as we're as we're, we're off for ten days. <laughs> Amazing. Um.
1: Yeah. I mean, overall thoughts. Um, I mean,
0: with with fifty one games in, I mean, yeah, oh, fifteen games left. Fifteen wins, eleven overtime losses. Um.
1: It's it's been a long season. Like the season's been really long. Um. I don't know. I mean, look at I'm I'm looking forward to the trade deadline even though I don't think anything spectacular is going to happen. I think this is going to be a really lame trade deadline. I think there's a lot of big names being thrown around by people that would really really like it if you watch their playoff coverage where they they're going to like tap dance for 4 hours because nothing's going to happen. Um but I I just I don't think anything's going to happen, but it still doesn't I still like it like i still get juiced over so I'm, I'm excited to see um i'd like to be proven wrong like i'd like to see guys move at the deadline and you know get some movement and as we look towards the playoffs not for the sharks obviously um because i still like i still enjoy like the, the stanley cup playoffs so i i am looking forward to that i'm just looking forward to more just nah this team being done playing hockey so we can get to the good stuff yep
0: uh, i completely agree uh even if the sharks aren't going to make it uh love me some playoff hockey uh,
1: yeah he's just, right we're off until another
0: trade happens so you, that, you're not wrong. you're not wrong aj yeah so here, here's what we got scheduled for you uh over the next 10 days technologist will be on tomorrow as per usual and it's regular time slot at 7 p.m true. pacific so the aj and Jerk will recap the week that was in Sharks hockey. We'll sprinkle in some Barracuda while we're at it. There,
1: yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get something uh, something going uh, over this break. So stay tuned for that. I'll let you know.
0: Yep. Uh, so keep keep an eye out on 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 the Twitter machine and and maybe Instagram and such to uh to uh get things uh for more content coming down the road here. So uh, for that, I think you know uh, that kind of. Does it for us for right now. So, in case you missed anything, or you want to watch this again, and why not celebrate a uh, a victory with uh, watching us talk about it? Uh, check mm-hmm. us out on <laughs> check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, uh, whether it's Apple, Google, YouTube, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iHeart, Spotify, Odyssey. Uh, and of course, if you're on the YouTube chat, like a o one two three four five yesterday. Leave a comment down below after you uh, hit like, subscribe, and re- hit that notification bell uh, as to uh, what you thought of this crazy game. I and mean, granted, there have been. I-, I remember doing hanging out with Kevin Lacey for doing a throwback after dark like, while we are in the midst of the pandemic. Uh, you know, how crazy Pittsburgh games can be. I think it was like 10 8 back in
1: 1996.
0: I'm uh, not wrong. Yeah, so it's been one of. Pittsburgh's one of those weird ones where just the crazy games come out. So, all right, Ian, um, before you get on your uh, on your uh, Maui getaway. Uh, my, I, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to watch the Barracuda game. Uh, well, fine. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna jump over to the Teal Town Twitter and uh, tell you all about how, let's see, can I get some foreseen points like I did last night, how William Eklund will get a goal. And it's assisted by Thomas Bordalo. even though Bakersfield's on the power play right now. Um, but Ian, your final thoughts
1: before we get out of here. When the Sharks do good, it's good. You know you know how this goes by now. <laughs> when Sharks do good, it's good. Um, again, yeah, so uh, check me out on the uh, uh, Teal Town USA account. I will be uh, talking about the Barracuda game. And uh, yeah, it'll be fun. And then, like I said, I'm going to try and get something Barracuda-related done this week. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we're just going to make sure. Everything works out,
0: and I'm at puck guy 14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Big shout out! Happy birthday, S.J. Sharky! You old fish, you. We love you, and we love all of you. Thank you for watching again. uh Sunday night, 7 p.m., and more content coming during the, the bye week and the All Star break. And until then, thanks for watching. Keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you back. February 7th is our next After Dark following the Sharks and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, boy. Have a good night, everyone.